0: found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans 1700 kbgg
1: hi good afternoon everybody and uh, thank you for starting another week here on the ken miller show local talk on your radio or listening device monday through friday from noon until two trent condon along the way at least for the first segment Trent's a little under the weather. We're in a confined space. I'm going to kick him out of here as long as, <laughs> as soon as I learn how to uh, punch some buttons here so I feel comfortable uh, through the, uh, at least the last couple of uh, hours of the program, at least getting guests on the radio. Well, lots to get to, obviously, as Cy Hawk has come and gone for another year. What a week it was. What a week of buildup it was. And you know what? For once... Uh, not just with this series, but when you get a sporting event that means a lot, and the game lives up to the hype that's uh, you 'll sign for that each and every time in this football game, certainly lived up to the hype, and them so a thrilling overtime victory as the cyhawk trophy returns to Iowa City for yet another year, just a thriller from start to finish, it really was. That's all you ask for, uh, for, for if you're a fan uh, of, um, of neither team, honestly, but just, you know, you reside here, you want the game to be good, memorable. don't think we're going to be forgetting about the 2017 edition of this game anytime soon. Trent, since you're not going to be here very long, let's uh, get your thoughts on stuff before you sashay out of here uh, a really good football game. And I, I don't like ranking them. Sure. It seems the latest is always the greatest, or the latest always gets you know, maybe more attention than it deserves. This was game.
2: Oh, yeah. It, it's, it'll go down as one of the best, and you can argue both sides. And it also depends on kind of what side you fall on and what you one think is the best ever. But it, it was an all-timer. And big plays all over the place. It just is such a surprising element. And the part of it was the back-and-forth nature. The first six minutes didn't look like Iowa got off the bus. You wonder if they're going to get blown out. Will they come back and take control in mm-hmm. 21-10? And they're a third and fifteen stop away from... Mm-hmm be running away from the football game It looked yeah. like
1: it could have happened at and that point. And here
2: comes Iowa State. Yep. They get a two-score. Well, Nate Stanley and company not coming back from two scores. Parker Hesley with another ridiculous play mm-hmm. at the defensive line. Interception. And then the touchdown by Akram Wildly OT we go. I mean, you talk about highs and lows. They happen over the course of any close game. But that one, just the wide range of emotions where there was a time where each side was kicking the TV or yelling at the mm-hmm. dog or whatever it might have been team looked bad and there's times where your team looked incredibly good and that's why walking away i think both sides even for i was in a loss can walk away saying yeah that stunk today yeah. <laughs> that that feeling is not good boy we got a pretty good football team here
1: yeah there's 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 no doubt they're getting better there's uh they, they just are i mean uh, they just, you will look at you watch the game you can you can see in the trenches, the offensive side of the ball, the defensive side of the ball. They're they're getting better. They still got some things that they need to work on. We'll get to a couple of those coming up. Here, me, a couple on my part. And you know, you go into a season and you got a couple hours a day, every day, to talk about football. And in this state and in this city, you're going to talk about the Hawks and the Clones, right? And I didn't think that. Look, we go back to the spring, and Nate Stanley was number two quarterback all last year. He doesn't take that opportunity in the spring to put some separation between him and Tyler Wiegers. There's a quarterback competition. Well, is Iowa going to have a problem there at the quarterback position? You would have thought Stanley would have been able to, you know, to use that experience that he gained last year to take that mantle and to run with it. Maybe I was going to have a problem at the quarterback position. You get to the media days and you hear the same thing, that this is a true even competition between wiggers and stanley and you start wondering to yourself well do they have a quarterback and if you don't have a quarterback in college football yada 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 and then the receiving position matt vandenberg i said it for for months if matt vandenberg and this isn't a knock against him it's reality if matt Vandenberg's your number one guy you're struggling at the wide receiver position he wouldn't be a number one in any power five school um Okay, maybe one or two. But you get my point, right? And and then all of a sudden, uh, Smith-Marset comes out of nowhere, this true freshman. And he looks like they, they might have found a guy that can stretch the field. But clearly, to me, where I have undervalued the Iowa Hawkeye football program this year is I didn't think they had a quarterback. And you know what, Trent Condon, after watching Nate Stanley, his first two games, one of them on the road in front of 61,000 people, and I get that the, there was a lot of Hawk fans there, but it was still a true road test. There's going to be Hawk fans in every building place on the road. That's just that's the nature of it. Nate Stanley is way better than I think
2: anybody could have predicted at this point. Nobody had him down for eight touchdown passes through two games. Nobody. Nobody had him doing the things that he did. You talk about calm, cool, standing tall in the pocket, making the plays, and I was concerned about him. You know, you hear the, the extra stuff, not real vocal. Mm-hmm. They want him to be more of a leader, all these other things kind that you a hear. A quiet quarterback. Yeah, and you don't think of a quiet quarterback because there's not a whole lot of them. There's <laughs> <It's> really not. <laughs> there's not a whole lot of them, and that was where I was with you with the big concern about him. Mm-hmm. But, boy, I mean, he has the arm. You can see that. Mm -hmm. And so close. And and you talk about Iowa State playing the And the touch will come. Yes. Those deep balls, they were a Mm -hmm. smidge off. Yep. And we're talking about a couple of big, big gainers out there and maybe a couple extra touchdowns. Noah Fant was all by himself. That'll come. Yep. And you'll take a guy that struggled a little bit with accuracy deep for what he did between 15 and 20 yards, some of those throws, on a line right where you need him to be, running guys open. The pass that proved to be the game tire to Akron Wadley, he threw it out in front of him. Mm -hmm. You know, that very well you'd see. And earlier, had
1: Fant not been held, the ball mm -hmm. that that, uh, they they called defensive pass interference, and rightly so,
2: that was going to be dropped in the bucket. And those are the things that young quarterbacks, you don't always see. They'll complete those passes, but not with the precision that you need Mm -hmm. to have the guys get the the yard after uh, he gets the football. And that was the case. Uh, Just a wonderful, something I didn't anticipate seeing happen at all. In fact, when I made my prediction, I said the difference was going to be poor play of mm-hmm. Nate Stanley. Yep. Whoops. No, he's completely been really good, wrong. He's been better than anybody anticipated. Uh, from the good to maybe a
1: couple of... Uh, not bad. It, it's hard to criticize Josie Jewell. Mm-hmm. It really and truly is. He is so damn good that when he does have an off game, maybe you notice it a little bit more. But I I, I truly believe this, that yesterday watching the tape of the of Saturday's game was the first time, maybe since the Rose Bowl, that Josie Jewell kind of slouched down a little bit in his seat sometimes because David Montgomery <laughs> trucked him a couple of times. Joel forced Jewell Jewel takes some bad angles a couple of times. Uh, and I don't know if this was Jewel having a bad game or just David Montgomery is a hell of a running back, folks, and you better get used to this because he's a sophomore. And Akron Wadley was the best player on the field. I want to make that perfectly clear. David Montgomery wasn't far behind.
2: The gap was not as significant as many people would have thought going into that football game. And, and an argument, I think, could be made that David Montgomery was the better player of the two on Saturday. It was incredibly close. But you know, back to Jewel. There was a couple times early in the game where they, they went with, one was a delayed blitz and one was a straight-up blitz, where they just brought an extra guy. I think they only blitzed. I saw numbers, I think, five times in the first half, but two of those involved Jewel. The first one on the delayed, it looked like, he looks a little slow out there. Mm-hmm. And then the second time, it, it was even more pronounced, and they had an extra guy because they were bringing six at that time. And I got wondering. Well, it turns out that he turned his ankle late in the game. But I didn't think he looked right in the first half either. And... You wonder if there's something else going on because the first things that I was thinking when I saw Jewel just got held up. I think it was by Good Jones both times. is we kind of look slow out there. Wonder if there's something else going on. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. I,
1: I didn't. I didn't notice that, Trent. But I, I do remember the fact that you know, as you mentioned, when when he, his ankle got banged up a little bit in the in the football game. But David Montgomery was uh, was was re- was as oh, good as some boy. people thought he was going to be. You know, another thing that's getting overlooked, and and that's in the secondary of Iowa, um, has. Ragumba, I don't want to say lost his spot. I mean, he he lost playing time in the second half. Mm-hmm. I've not seen Iowa State's depth charts out for Akron. I haven't seen Iowa's depth chart released yet. Mark Morehouse coming up in about 10 minutes. We'll, we'll, I'll ask Mark about that. But is Jamudia now the guy again? Josh Jackson, by the way, is the guy yes, in the
2: secondary. Yeah. Um, but what's going on with Ragumba now? He missed the first game. Maybe it was a little bit of rust, but uh, what did you see there? You know, uh, very interesting. He's suspended for the first game, as you mentioned, and you talk about throwing a kid into the deep end of the pool. With that receiving crew. <laughs> with court, that receiving right. crew. That's what it was. Didn't look comfortable. Didn't look confident. And uh, I was reading something with uh, him as a high school player. He really wasn't a defensive back. He played a little bit of defense out of necessity or if they needed, kind of almost like a nickel guy. But he's more an offensive guy. He is still learning the position. And as good as he looked last year against to, Michigan. Uh, I was just say, yeah. Go back to that game. Yeah, I didn't. You wonder if that was just more, hey, he was hyped, kind of everything fell together. And there were a couple of times in that game, too, where it was a bad throw by Thorson, or he would have been beat a couple of times in that game. So, you know, they've said, Phil Parker said throughout, they feel like they have three starting cornerbacks. Mm-hmm. I think it's as simple as that. Mm-hmm. They felt more confident with Ojemudia. We're gonna go with him and Regumbo be our next guy. you rank
1: Wouldn't Jackson be the guy after two oh, games yeah, by he's, far? He's he's, he's number really one, good. and there's
2: a clear gap between I mean, the next two. I, I, I think
1: you're right. Um, let's switch to the Iowa State side of the of things. We we praise David Montgomery. Uh, I I hate to do this because I, I root for the kid. I, I do. Um, Joel Lanning's a liability at middle linebacker, Trent. I don't know how you can say it any other way. He just And and I get that. You know what? I'm kind of glad that this is the way it is because football should be hard, right? Mm -hmm. You shouldn't be able to just all of a sudden flip the switch from a starting quarterback to a starting middle linebacker with a Power 5 school. And, yeah, he's playing the run well, and I think he's getting in the right gaps. But in pass protection, he's totally lost. There were a couple of angles on on the winning touchdown by Akram Wadley. He's got to make that play, mm-hmm. and he wasn't alone. He wasn't alone. The Duke transfer Edwards looked. I, I don't think he had a very good game. Uh, but Joel Lanning got beat by Hawkinson when Hawkinson caught those two balls wide open. That's Joel's guy, mm-hmm. you know. And pass protection is eluding him right now. And to Brian Ferentz' credit, and oh my God, did he ever call a game? Yes, he did. He knew that, and he exploited that. You know what? There's it, it's. It's a team
2: game, and it's going. you're going to get embarrassed. And Lanning did. You know, you bring up that, that one play to Hawkinson. It was third and long, third and eight, something like that. And it was the depth. They were running. It was either a cover two or cover four. I couldn't tell exactly from the TV angle. But when you're running those formations, your middle linebacker has to get depth. He didn't get depth. Yeah. He didn't get depth there. And that's what, come back to what we talked about a lot, I'm sure both throughout the summer, is making that transition. It's not that... He's not physically good enough to do it because I'm sure he is in a physicality it's department. Learning he's the fine. game, it's those nuances, mm-hmm. it's those little things, it's depth on a third and long, how deep you have to get to cover up that middle spot, all those different things. When you haven't played defense in seven years, they're going to show up. They showed up on Saturday.
1: Yeah, there's 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 no doubt about it. The other thing that uh, I that I would, if I'm an Iowa State fan or an Iowa State coach, if I'm a fan, I'm hoping that there that the special teams is perhaps wrestling around in their mind do we need to f- look no was going to be the kick returner right mm-hmm. when 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 he got hurt they had to find you know by default who's going to be that guy somebody's got to be that guy mike warren we're going to put back there we're going to give him a chance he's, he's not the guy i don't mm-hmm. think he is i thought he was hesitant um uh, there i didn't see anything out of mike warren um, that leads me to believe that he deserves to have that role. I thought Johnny Lang was a guy who kept hurrying, uh, hearing about time. How many times have we heard He right? <laughs> yeah. kept hearing all about this guy's speed and how they got to get him on the field. Well, get him on the field. Give him a chance to do it. Mike Warren's not getting the job done in that spot.
2: Well, and you got another guy in Trevor Ryan that you There's feel at least could be yep. adequate. You know, he, he'd yep. be able to probably bust a, a big one or two this year, and, and he'd be good in that role. You're right. Mike Warren seems like, Round peg, square hole. Mm-hmm. Just it's hesitant. Not, yes, yeah. It doesn't. He doesn't feel comfortable out there. And and another guy that you got to tip the ball cap to for him sticking around. He he saw the writing yep. on the wall. He very, right. he could be at two, Tulsa right now. Mm-hmm. You know, back home doing something like that, putting up big numbers. He decided to stick around. But uh, I hope he can find a role. I really do because from where we were a year ago at this time and getting called out by Matt Campbell, find a role for the kid. You know, be nice to see
1: i uh, Mark Morehouse coming up. Cedar Rapids Gazette, uh, thegazette.com backslash sports. Dylan Monson, hour number two. Dylan is at Matt Campbell's press conference. It wrapped up about oh, 20 minutes or so ago. Dylan will be here. Bama Bob in hour number one. We're going to talk some Vikings late in the show. Tim Yoder, vikingupdate.com. Monday night football tonight. You can hear the game right here on 1700 KBGG. The Ken Miller Show will be right back.
0: The big games play here. Westwood One Sports on Des Moines Station for News Talk Sports. 1700
3: KBGG. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we believe in honest work, a fair price, and work we stand behind and our 10-year workmanship warranty proves it. We know roofing. With our one-day get-it-done approach, we're known as a roofing machine. Call Wolf Construction for a free estimate at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. At Wolf Construction, we take your roof personally.
4: As a small business owner, you're always on the go. So how can you make sure you never miss a customer's call? Grasshopper. With Grasshopper, you get all the features of a business phone system, That's right. Grasshopper turns your cell phone into a business phone system that's affordable and incredibly easy to use. Get a toll-free or vanity phone number that's memorable and professional. Customers are forwarded to your phone and connected to you or your team wherever you are. And with our app, your outgoing calls and texts show up as your professional phone number. We'll transcribe your voicemails and send them to your email so you can determine their importance at a glance. So whether you're always on the go, or working from home and need to keep business calls separate, or you simply want a professional tone, Grasshopper makes it happen. Set up your account in just minutes. There are no long-term contracts, and support is 24-7. Get your calls, stay connected, thrive. Now get $20 off your plan when you visit grasshopper.com backslash radio. grasshopper.com backslash radio. If your basement leaks or floods, or if you
5: have mold, mildew, or a musty smell, call Midwest Basement Systems today to request a free basement waterproofing estimate. As Iowa's premier basement waterproofing and foundation repair contractor, Midwest Basement Systems will send one of their certified basement waterproofing specialists to visit your home and conduct a thorough inspection of your basement's foundation.
3: Whether you're a beginner or an experienced golfer, practice makes you, well, can make you perfect. Willow Creek Golf Course is a great place to do just that. Their driving range is open and ready for you to get just a little better. There's lots of room, grass, tees, and even a practice green. Call for more information at 515-285-4558 or visit willowgolf.com. That's willowgolf.com. Willow Creek Golf Course on Southeast Willow Creek.
2: 1358 for new leaf wellness. And tell them TC sent you.
5: It's that time of the year again. Football's right around the corner. Draft
0: House 50, best spot in Central Iowa to catch your cyclones, hawkeyes, and every NFL game. Over 50 TVs, 50 beers on tap, and the best burgers in town. Draft House 50, your place for all things sports.
1: 1700 KBGG local sports over your lunch hour, noon to two each and every Monday through Friday on 1700 and on your favorite listening device. Trent's going to duck on out of here. He'll be back for his uh, shift later this afternoon. I guess health permitting. Jimmy B and TC be on the air today from 4 until five thirty. Uh, because the Vikings pregame show, Westwood One coverage, gets underway at 5.30. Let's get Mark Moorehouse in here. Shall we see the Rapids Gazette, thegazette.com backslash sports? We'll hear from his colleague, Dylan Mons, who covers Iowa State, coming up at about 1.20, or so about an hour from now. Uh, Mark, Ken Miller, thanks for coming on, Mark Moorehouse. How are you?
7: Great, Ken. Uh, I, I'm, I was going to give Trent some crap for picking Iowa State, but I think my reason for... Iowa was because I thought Iowa had a decided advantage in both lines of scrimmage. As it turns out, we're all wrong. <laughs>
1: we certainly were, and isn't that what makes it so much fun? What we do, Mark. I mean, we start talking about next year essentially. Oh, maybe we let it breathe the off season for a couple of weeks, but then it's spring football, and you're already trying to forecast ahead because this moves the needle in this market. Right? It's King Football, and it's Iowa, and Iowa State football, and. We've got, uh, you've got uh, columns to fill, and I've got uh, segments to fill. So we put our opinion on what we think is going to happen, but it seldom does it turn out right. You know what turned out oh, right, good, Mark?
7: Goodness, no. Goodness, no. I'm, uh, I'm, I picked Iowa, what was, it, 27 17. Um, I didn't think Iowa's quarterback, St- Nate Stanley, would operate like that. I didn't think, I've seen why we make those plays. But the, the the clutchness of that forty-six yarder, And then I, and then Iowa State. Uh, all all Jacob Park does is throw a, a, an interception to a defensive lineman, which mm-hmm. I think for a quarterback, that's got to play with your head a little bit. Next play, he next pass he throws, <laughs> I know it, seventy-four yards touchdown. What a just a glorious game. And I, and I know Iowa State lost. I know that's a bitter thing for Iowa State fans, and I know that it it's just burns, but. My goodness. I think I think Iowa State fans learned a ton about their team. They didn't know. And I think they liked their team maybe a little better than they did. Before the
1: Iowa yeah. game, yeah, I think you're right, Mark. Maybe with one exception, and and I think that that's kind of a bitter pill to swallow because uh, Joe Lanning is a local kid. He's an Ankeny kid. He is a team first kind of guy. You don't see guys make the sacrifice that he did very often. It's so easy to you know pick up your stuff and and go find another school because you're a quarterback. Darn it! And if I don't get to play quarterback, I'm not going to play anywhere. Uh, he took one for the team, but but football can be a uh, and, and, and a game that's going to embarrass you from time to time, right? And and Joel Lanning, he's still learning his position, and Brian Ference, who's also still learning his position, thought he could exploit something there, and, and I thought he did, Mark.
7: Got, it was a game of matchups so on both sides, really, and, and uh, Iowa got, I thought, Joel Lanning a couple times. I think Lanning is going to – I was talking to some Iowa State people Saturday, and – the general consensus is that if he would start his career out at linebacker, he'd probably be an NFL level guy. He could still be. He's got a big body and he can really run. It's just seeing everything out mm-hmm. there. And both all both sets of linebackers I think were were tried to were uh, both both offensive coordinators tried to scheme linebackers. I mean there were a few plays where Josie Jewell's out there covering yeah. Hakeem Butler. That's not gonna work. Mm-hmm. But uh, 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 Lanning, got they got him on the on the long pass to uh, Wadley, and then they got him earlier with the two. I think both passes yep. to Hawkinson were uh, uh, somewhere landing probably should have been. It's a cruel game. I mean, it really is. Yep. Uh, you can go out there with the best intentions and uh, have uh, have every your, your weaknesses used against you. That's that's the whole point of this thing. And people are paid a lot of money to, to figure out those weaknesses and do exactly what Brian Ferentz did, which was uh, he so Kirk Ferentz was asked after the game. I think Chad asked him. Chad Lysico asked him about how the game was called. And just going over the the, um, uh, formations and personnel groups, Brian Farris really mixed it up. I mean, Mm -hmm. there were a couple plays that he sacrificed on the altar of setting up the run, but really every position group had a great mix of pass, run, and in the end, 41 passes, 41 Mm -hmm. runs. That's that's as unpredictable as Iowa can be.
1: Yeah, that's a great point. You know, the, back to the landing just to finish up. I, I'm kind of glad that it's not as easy as, as you know as, as he would want to make it be. Football's hard. It's supposed to be hard. You know, go switching positions that late in his career, and yeah, he's he's learning. But the, there's still s- some work to be done. I, I don't think there's any doubt about that. You but know, I, I, Glenn, I think
7: we I think we can all can appreciate what the team firstness of Absolutely. him. And you're right, quarterbacks. Once, once the quarterback realizes it's over for him at a school, nine times out of ten, that dude is gone. Yep. He raised his hand and went and played defense. This kid, you know, no knock against None. him. That, that poured it out for his team. Absolute fantastic effort and a bright, I think, a bright future for the guy. I think a bright future for Iowa State's defense. Mm-hmm. That was the one unit Saturday that I thought, okay, Iowa should, you know, do some things here, and it absolutely did not. And, and you, Iowa State won the line of scrimmage a lot against an Iowa offensive line that did go through a shuffle, did lose. Like Butker, probably for the year. Yeah. But Iowa State, Iowa State defense really showed me something. I, You know, I think that's a team that's going to make some waves in the Big 12.
1: Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised, uh, Mark. Uh, Mark Morehouse, Cedar Rapids Gazette. You know, you mentioned Joel, Josie Jewell. It's not often, at least I would think, Um, that, you know, when the the defense goes into the defensive room and they they run back the tape of uh, uh, yesterday's game, that the Jewel kind of slumps down in his seat a little bit (laughs) because he's not liking what he's seeing. I mean, maybe since the Rose Bowl, after Christian McCaffrey and Stanford did what they did. But there were times that, and it jumps off the screen mark because you're not seeing Josie Jewel out of position or Josie Jewel not make a tackle and get pushed back. And David Montgomery Mm -hmm. did that to him a couple of times.
7: Montgomery was terrific, and one thing, you know, I asked Jewel after the game, okay, did the stop in overtime, which was a Butler drop that helped, but I think he might have felt Jake Gervais coming over the top. But anyway, did the, did the stop in overtime, did that wash away the defense's performance? And right away, Jewel goes, nope, that uh, didn't wash away any of the missed tackles, mm-hmm. and he talks about missed tackles a lot, and, you know, I could see why his mind would go there after having rewatched the game lots of missed tackles for Iowa's defense, but a lot of that was, hey, that uh, David Montgomery's a, pretty, a bowling ball, 5'11", 220. They, that's, uh, I liked what Montgomery also said about after the game that, uh, you know, they, they, this, is, this is a program that needed slogans now this year and year two of Matt Campbell. It's a program that kind of knows more what to do. And so I think uh, Iowa State's on the right path. Uh, missed tackles for Iowa's defense, that's something, uh, you know, uh, I think correctable. I think correctable. I think every most everything you saw out of Iowa's defense is correctable. But, you know, Iowa is going to see have get better de- offenses, you know, try to do that to them, namely Penn State, which is now a night game. You saw that. Game. And we all know what happened last year at Penn State. Yeah.
1: Not good. Uh, Mark, uh, do we read into or should we read into the fact that uh, Oja Moody was playing in the second half uh, at the expense of Regambo, who I think most people thought was the, if you were ranking the corners coming into the season, it was... You know, Ragamba one and, and Jackson, two, and then uh, Ojemudia, maybe three. Um, what do you read into the fact that Ojemudia played the second half at the expense of Ragamba, who was knocking off Rust, admittedly, was suspended in week number one. Uh, going forward, what do you see opposite Jackson in the corner?
7: Well, I, one thing Iowa did do, I mean, Ojemudia did jump Ragamba about midway through the second quarter. I, I think it was just a case of Ragamba not being ready. Uh, and I, I have not having talked to him, I don't know. But it just seemed like, you know, he was doing okay, and then they made the switch. Ragamba still played a lot. Iowa played more nickel or more dime defense than I think ever in a, a Phil Parker called defense. Mm-hmm. Fourteen times they were, had, had six defensive backs up there. So uh, Ragamba, uh, two, two pass interference penalties, obviously some rust. And I think uh, Ojemudia, he had one chance, one start really, to kind of put his foot in the door. He's a third-year sophomore. His football biological clock is certainly ticking, and he he made the most of, he made the most of it. And now it looks like he might be a guy that sees a lot more playing time. Um, I I don't think we've heard the last of Rugamba. I think he I just think this was a matter of a uh, you know that first step being you know first game being uh, uh, a, a huge test for him.
1: You know who else is taking advantage of it, and that's Smith marsette Mark. It's one of the two. I thought the two big questions coming into the year, which is how I now admittedly I'm going to be wrong on Iowa season forecast because they're going to be better than I thought they were going to be. One is clearly it's Nate Stanley. We'll get to him in a second. But Smith-Marset was that you know it's who's going to stretch the field. You love what Matt Vandenberg does but he's not going to be that guy. You're glad he's a hawk but he's not a real difference maker. For the most part he's going to mean him and CJ had great chemistry and he didn't know what Easley was going to be like but now we see the emergence of Smith-Marset and they've got a speed guy there and they've got a Guy who, at least from what we've seen, you know, game one aside in the fumble against Wyoming, if this past Saturday is an indicator, you're excited to see where he goes.
7: Absolutely, uh, I think I had him uh, four catches, six targets, uh, and then the catch, the 15-yard touchdown pass that he caught from Stanley. I, I'm wow. blanking on when that was. That was a uh, fourth quarter. Um, they, I, you know, I've done this for 20 years. I've covered Iowa football for 20, 21 years. And you don't see those very often. I mean, I think everybody jumped to Ed Hinkle at Penn State, I think, in 2002. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that one was pretty. Uh, 2001, 2000 or 2002, I can't remember exactly which one. That was pretty. Uh, I, I The Ferentz show last night, the TV show, they, they had a highlight from just the perfect angle on that play and the ball and the effort. Uh, the ball that Stanley put out and the effort that uh, – Smith Marcet put into making that catch. Uh, I just, it was art. It's football art. My role is objective. Hmm. I understand that. And I absolutely, totally grasp that. But I'm not a dead man. I'm not, I'm a Hmm. human. I have eyes. And oh my goodness, was that play gorgeous?
1: Yeah, no, Don. I think it was the register photographer captured it uh, i think it was in yesterday's uh, paper here uh, i don't read that no so. i know look Roger. at you guys you guys have a good one too at, I'm uh, kidding, I'm kidding. i know you are but your guy at the gazette okay. catch uh catches a lot of game action too and his name is yeah, but he's really good um Nate Stanley's the guy, Mark. I mean, you you go back to the end of last year. Bethard exhausts eligibility. Bethard wouldn't come off the field in the Outback Bowl. Nate Stanley's going to be given the the keys to this offense. You get to spring, and in particular, you get the Valley, and you're coming away thinking, "Oh my God, this kid didn't. He might have gone backwards as opposed to going forwards." I was really going to struggle at the quarterback position, and if you don't have a quarterback, yada 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 that we get the uh, we get the fall camp, and we're hearing that this is dead even between wiggers and Stanley Stanley eventually gets the nod wyoming he ball security was an issue, goes on the road, does what he did in his first road start. What's the ceiling for this guy, Mark? I mean, clearly Hawkeye the Hawkeye nation has to be giddy with what they think they have, and it certainly looks like that after last Saturday at the quarterback position.
7: Uh, I'm going to be the bad buzz and say it's two games, but but yes, uh, the, there was no room for error in the second half with for Stanley, and he didn't make any. Uh, his, his first two games he's been he's been super clutch. In the fourth quarter, second half, overtime. Um, and then just the plays that he's making, the, the balls he's putting out there, uh, the poise he's showing. Anytime you can invoke, I think, first 300 yard and five touchdown game for an Iowa quarterback since Chuck Hartley in 1987 against Northwestern. Anytime you have an Iowa quarterback performance where you can invoke one of the Chucks, <laughs> you're having a day. And uh, that's up to me. That That was just. That was incredible, um, he, and there's room to improve. I mean, he had four long touchdown passes that he left on the table, and, you know, I asked fairside after the game. He, he said uh, he silently hopes that none of those would come back and bite him, and they almost did, but they didn't. So, uh, absolute, uh, he's getting a lot of uh, Manning Award votes, mm-hmm. uh, uh, Big Ten Co-Offensive Player of the Week, absolutely deserves it. I'm totally interested in seeing how this kid uh uh, how it unfolds for him uh Penn State is obviously the next big yep. the big uh, hurdle for him but uh man uh the way he operated in the fourth quarter Saturday uh fantastic
1: more uh, butler perhaps than Wadley next week when you figure the opponent and you figure the I mean you, I I almost uh, would like to wrap uh, Akram, Wadley in bubble wrap uh, uh, you know during practice week and um you, you can't you, you can't they can't afford to be without him more butler this week and then then maybe we would uh, normally see
7: maybe more butler but um, you know maybe they get to you know here's a this is a you know, North Texas is a team that gave up 54 against uh, Southern Miss so maybe some torn young maybe uh, Iowa just kind of can get to the point where it can uh, throw, you know, use some second-teamers. I think that's probably the goal. I don't think you want to use much Wadley this week. Um, I think if you ask Wadley, his answer probably, yeah, I want to eat, and uh, he'd want to get out there. But uh, I agree, Ken. Uh, I don't think Iowa should be stressed against North Texas. I think uh, I kind of do actually want to see some Torrin Young. Uh, And, you know, he's been around for – he's a redshirt freshman – been intrigued by his size and his one cut. Uh, I think we get a chance to see him. And I'm glad you brought up Butler because, you know, he didn't have a, a giant Sterling day at Iowa State. You know, uh, mm-hmm. three, seven yards rushing. He had a 26-yard reception. Uh, I think he's starting to get his feet under him a little bit in the speed of the game in, in uh, uh, Power 5 football. And uh, I think his role is going to grow.
1: No doubt. Mark, uh, great. I appreciate you coming on. We will talk to you next Monday. Thank you, Mark Morehouse. Cedar Rapids Gazette, thegazette.com. Thanks, Mark. Thank you, Ken. Good talking to you. Mark Morehouse, Cedar Rapids Gazette on the Hawks. Bama Bob on college football. He's coming up next. We'll go around college football. Boy, there were some, I mean, how about Oklahoma? Can we get past Flaggate? Is that asking too much? Bama Bob coming up next. Dylan Montz on the Cyclones 120. Tim Yoder on Vikings Monday Night Football. Hear it here tonight at 6. Big talker 1700 KBGG.
0: Of the NFL all season long through the Super Bowl. Guys, are you ready to begin your journey to live life better? Are you feeling tired and worn down or looking to improve performance and drive in the bedroom? Again, 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. One more time, 515-650-1358. It's time to live life better with New Leaf Wellness. Call 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358.
2: Are you in the mood for real, classic, homemade Italian food? Well, I have the spot for you. It's Bellagio two locations the newest location in urbandale 2675 100th street the original in norwalk classic dishes like cavatelli spaghetti lasagna and vodka rigatoni top-notch pizza and awesome sandwiches a great happy hour and italian done right Villaggio.
4: Hello folks, this is Evan from Montana Mikes in Newton. The local owners, managers, and staff of Montana Mikes in Iowa are raising money to help the disaster victims in Texas. You can donate to the Red Cross at either the Des Moines location on Northeast 14th or the Newton location off of I-80 on exit 164. Tuesday, September 12th, both locations will donate 25% of the sales from 11 a.m. until close at 10 p.m. to help the victims in Texas. Central Iowans are some of the most generous and caring people around. Donate today at either Montana Mikes location. Are you ready for some barbecue? I'm Big Al, and I'm thankful to announce my second location is
5: now open at the Ramada Inn at Army Post Road and Floor Drive. With two Big Al's locations, there's no reason to miss out on some of the best barbecue in the Des Moines area. I cook all my meat low and slow to make it fall off the bone. Big Al South now offers barbecue brunch buffet on Sundays from 11 to 3. Place your order now for Big Al's to cater your private event. Don't forget the original Big Al's East Side location, just 900 feet north of the AE Cow's on Humble Avenue. Come eat Southern-style barbecue cooked by an Asian man on the East Side, and now open on the South Side of Des Moines. Big Al's Barbecue. Big Al's
0: Barbecue is this week's sweet deal. Get $50 worth of Big Al's Barbecue gift certificates for only $25. Yeah, that's a sweet deal. $50 worth of Big Al's Barbecue certificates for only $25. There's a limited number, and they're sure to go fast. So get yours Friday morning at 9 at 1700kbgg.com. Oh, oh.
4: O'Reilly. It's O Rewards Member Appreciation Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Stop in today and check out store wide savings, plus earn double points on over 250 items. It's our way of saying thank you. If you're not already a member, sign up today during O Rewards Member Appreciation Month. It's fast, easy, and free. O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. O, O,
0: O,
8: O'Reilly Auto Parts.
0: At the Home Depot, we're pouring more to paint. And right now, we're giving more to pros. For one week only, all Pro-Extra members receive up to 30% off paint, stains, and primers from top brands like Bear and Kills. Savings like that you can take to the bank. Literally. Unbelievable quality. Unbeatable prices. Only at the Home Depot. More saving, more doing. Offer valid September 11th through 17th. Must enter Pro-Extra phone number at checkout for discount. See store for details.
2: 1700 KBGG is your home for high school football. Join me, Trent Condon, each and every Friday night starting at 7 o'clock for the Central Iowa Game of the Week. After the game, keep it locked on 1700 KBGG for the Hartung and Schrader Scoreboard Show. We'll take you up until 11 o'clock with scores from across the state of Iowa. Your home for high school sports, 1700 KBGG. Friday night, it's the rivalry in central Iowa. Dowling Catholic and West Des Moines Valley. The Maroons and the Tigers. Coverage begins at 7 o'clock Friday night.
3: You don't need more sports, but you want more sports. Rockstar Satellite can fix that with free next day installation on DirecTV. Call Rockstar Satellite 515 262 STAR. Call today for next day installation 515 262 STAR.
4: Are you sick of the same old tired lunches, leftovers, bad drive through options? Food Dudes Delivery has your answer. Food Dudes delivers for restaurants that don't offer delivery all across the Des Moines Metro. Order online at fooddudesdelivery.com and get out of the lunch rut today with Food Dudes Delivery. Place your order for lunch today, dinner tonight, or your office tomorrow at fooddudesdelivery.com. That's fooddudesdelivery.com.
2: Trust. Quality. Value. Thank you.
1: It's the Ken Miller Show on 1700 KBGG. Local sports on your radio noon until 2, Monday through Friday. Trent Connan normally here with me. Uh, Trent's under the weather. He has ducked out for a couple hours to try and get some rest and be ready for his shift later on. Jimmy B and TC today, 4 to 5.30, as Westwood One's presentation of Monday Night Football uh, gets underway tonight at 5.30 with the double dip the saints and the vikings the chargers and the broncos let's talk college football with we as we go around college football this time every monday with our guy bama bob bama ken how are
8: you i'm great ken the best words in the english language monday night football doubleheader
1: yeah, it's pretty good, except for Beth Moans. I'll I'll give you I'll give you that. Uh, you know I'm a Bronco yeah. fan, as you know, Bama. I've waited all It'll be off a late
8: se- night for you tonight,
1: pal. It will be, but I waited all off season long, and not only is it the last game of the freaking week, I got uh, Beth Moans in uh, coming out of my television set. <laughs> uh, anyways, Bama, lots of ground to cover with you. You know where I want to start. I mean, you lived here for long enough to know what Cyhawk Hawk rivalry means, because by then, when you were here, you know McCarney started to to stem the tide a little bit, and and I went, Iowa State were starting to be you know become what it is today a meaningful game right. in our state again um what a thrilling no dog in the fight you don't I don't but what a great game to watch
8: yeah I thought it was the game of the day I mean certainly not the most high there were higher profile games nationally but in terms of entertainment and back and forth plays being made on both sides of the ball uh rivalry game uh, you know Big 10, Big 12, you know, all these things, all the, everything that factored into it, I thought it was a game of the day, and, and, you know, you give, listen, there's no moral victories, uh, and, and I think, you know, Iowa State is at that point now, Matt Campbell especially, and hey, listen, we're not happy we lost, we're not happy we played well, we lost the game, we were there right. to win it, um, and that's how you should think if you're Iowa State, it's the only way you can, you know, change things and not accept losing, but. Yeah, I mean, listen, I, I thought it was going to be over. I, I picked Iowa to win. I thought it would be, I thought they would be the more physical team. Um, and maybe they were a little bit, but not by much. And I, when, it, when it got to 21 10, I thought, well, you know, here we go. This, mm-hmm. this is probably a little too much. And, and then they punch from Iowa State, and then Iowa punches back and just plays BMA. Both quarterbacks played outstanding they football. They did. Yep. I mean, Clark, you know, 300, boy, they combined for almost 700 yards, nine touchdowns, and one pick. Um, And that being said, Nathan Stanley left some throws out there. I mean, it it sounds stupid to to criticize a a kid who threw for five touchdowns and didn't turn them all over and over 300 yards. But, you know, there were some throws that were there to make, that he didn't, quite frankly, but he did what he needed to. And I'll tell you, if I'm Iowa – I mean, this this is what I want to see going forward. If I'm an Iowa fan, and if I'm watching Iowa, I don't want to see when they play Nebraska and when they play Wisconsin. You're going back into this. Let's win it 13 to 10. Let's win it 10 to seven. I looked it up. I looked at the box score, Ken, and, and Iowa had nine different receivers that caught a pass. When in the hell is the last time that happened? Yeah, it's a
1: great question.
8: Iowa? I mean, I, I don't know. Wiley ran for over 100. They've got weapons, and I really hope. That Kirk Ferentz, you know, let 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 the players play. Don't go into, don't hunker down when you play the tougher or the not tougher, the bigger opponents, if you will. And if you're Iowa State, uh, you listen again, a lot of positives that can come out of that. Um, I, I thought Butler was great. I feel bad for the kid he dropped the pass in overtime that would have probably extended the drive, maybe led to a touchdown. But overall, he had a great game. Jacob Park, I mean, how do you not love a kid who looks like that? <laughs> you know the hair coming out of the helmet and all the tats everywhere, and he just doesn't look like an athlete, uh, but he is, and, and he played a great game. But overall, I thought it was a game of the day in terms of entertainment value. And, and you know, I watched a lot of them, but I didn't watch many. I didn't watch any that were better in terms of entertainment value.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm with you, Bama. I, I think the one that may become the closest to it, just because. You know, it's the Oklahoma-Ohio State, the cachet between the two schools named, Buckeyes, Sooners, Bob Stoops in the building, you know, what it means for the Big 12. And and look, at, at least at this point, the Big 12 is clearly back on college football playoff radar, but they're, sure. pro- they're going to have to knock off the in- their in-state rival, the Cowboys, twice. At least you could think. Baker Mayfield, Bama, let- let's start there. Let's start with his game. I, I guess, unfortunately, Flaggate's going to continue for another day or two because, unfortunately, Baker Mayfield apologized today. I say unfortunate because I wish he wouldn't have. I mean, he did it. He uh, he planted the flag. He was uh, he was euphoric, jubilant after the. He's a kid for crying out. Let let him have a little sure. bit of fun, especially after the Buckeyes celebrated on his field last year. But what did what was your biggest takeaway? I guess from Ohio State Oklahoma Saturday night.
8: Well, I will tell you, a couple things on that and what you mentioned. I, I wish he hadn't apologized too. And but to me, it's a little bit of a hollow apology. It's kind of like the, you know, the pitchers that don't have to bat in the American League. When's the next time he's going to see Ohio State? Mm-hmm. Probably never. You know, I doubt they're going to meet in the playoff this year uh, unless the Buckeyes get something figured out. But, you know, it's probably the right thing to do, but I, under, I understand where he was coming from as well um, after what happened last year. But to me, he is the most exciting quarterback in college football since Johnny Menzel. I mean, he, and I'm talking everything, game, uh, personality, bravado. Ability. Fearlessness ability everything uh i don't you know hopefully his life doesn't turn into the train wreck that manziel's did uh once he leaves college i don't know what kind of pro he's going to be but he is he is getting to be appointment television when he's playing because you don't know what's going to happen he's tough as nails um you give all the credit to oklahoma for going in there ohio state has some issues i, I Big think time. I think everybody got, you know, maybe thought they had figured it out with that second half against Indiana, but they played one good half of offensive football in two games, and they're going to have some time to get it figured out. JT Barrett's got a confidence crisis, but there's no question. But can I tell you the biggest thing that came out of this game to me, if I'm a Sooner fan, and it, after the win, of course, obviously that's number one. Did you see what Lincoln Riley said after the game? And he, he, we all he hear coaches. We all hear Coach speak all the time. Oh, well, it just makes us 2-0. and 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 he kind of went that route a little bit. And, you know, hey, we came here expecting to win. But that quote, where, this is a 33-year-old that just walked in <laughs> and slapped Urban Meyer's team around in Columbus in his second head coaching game. And his line was, if this is the highlight of our season, it'll be a disappointment. I mean, my God, how do you not like that if you're an Oklahoma Sooner fan?
1: I had no you're, doubt about it.
8: I mean, you have to love that, and, and they're back in it, like you said. They're going to have a couple of big games with, with the Cowboys, but there's a lot. You're right, the Big 12 needed it, and there's a lot to be excited about, not only from your team, but now from your head coach. Uh, if you're an Oklahoma Sooner
1: fan, no doubt about it. Bama, the uh, the, the hurricane has forced uh, Louisville and Clemson into prime time. Uh, I think they they clearly picked the uh, clearly picked the right game. But let me ask you about the defending national champions uh, in Clemson. Who, I mean, Auburn is is Auburn's offense as challenged as they appeared, or is Clemson's defensive line in particular as dominant as maybe we're going to see in college football? Auburn-Clemson, 14-6, not a lot of points scored, clearly. Right. Clemson's defense shut them out in the second half. Where do you go with that one, Bama?
8: A lot of layers here, Ken. Um, and, and listen, I was buying into the to the Stenum hype. I, I think they have a little bit of time maybe to get it figured out, but not much because they jump into the SEC schedule and it's going to be tough for them. Um, but listen, we – the one thing, that I guess, that I would forgotten that I shouldn't have is this was Jared Stiven's fifth college start. Okay, It wasn't like he played two years at Baylor and left. Um, and he looked like a kid playing his fifth college football game and by far the biggest one he's probably played so far. Now, all that said, their offensive line wasn't good, 11 sacks by Clemson. Some of those, though, were coverage sacks where he took too long to make decisions. He was, he was indecisive in the pocket. Um, I thought you know, there were times he could you know you just throw it out bounds and live for the next play. Your defense is playing great. Uh, they've got some challenges. And this was to me as good as Iowa State was. This was the biggest letdown, man. I thought this was going to be 35 to 30 and and you know big smash mouth kind of football, and it, it was just both defenses just came in and dominated this game. But Auburn does have some problems. Clemson is very good. I think we are over we are underestimating the. Uh, how good they're going to be without lose when they lose Deshaun Watson who let's face it when you lose a player of that caliber it's you think you're going to have a letdown but so far they haven't Bryant's been really good uh he'll have bigger games to play in, and it, it's a tough ass to turn you know flip around from this game and 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 turn around and go win at Louisville and now he's got to play Lamar Jackson so I mean listen the Clemson knocks him off and I think they've they, you could make an argument if, if Clemson goes in and wins at Louisville. They should be the number one team because I still think Alabama's masking a few things with Hertz. But I, w- I was disappointed in this game. Auburn has a lot of work to do, and you know maybe we were, myself included, was buying in a little bit too early uh, on Auburn. Mm. bam we've got two minutes
1: left um you mentioned lamar jackson uh we we've talked about baker mayfield the other guy in the heisman category uh, our conversation at this point is sam darnold uh, whose usc team knocked off stanford now we may see this game again in a pac-12 championship uh, on that, I think it's a Friday night in in December. Darnold, twenty one out of twenty six threw for over three hundred yards, four touchdowns. I like Stanford. I'm a I'm a Shaw fan, yet USC, after kind of uh, sleepwalking through Week One, uh, showed everybody that uh, that they indeed are a force in the Pac-12.
8: Yeah, I think a couple things here, Ken. I think we underestimated a little bit, uh, just because you know what Fleck left Western Michigan, and you know they lost Corey Davis to the number five pick. In the NFL draft, that you know Western Michigan was going to fall off the map. They're they're a talented team and they're a hard team. If you have, especially week one, I mean they 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 spread it out. They got speed, so I think they're going to be a little better than what people think. That that said, USC, if you want to call it riding the ship, whatever however you want to put it, they did what they needed to do and they look like a t- they look like a national title contender because I think Stanford is pretty good, and they're going to get a shot this week to really put one on Texas. I think Texas yeah. we're going to find out what they're made of. Uh, after the whole, you know, listen, and for everything that happened this week, the other thing that I, that I really like, Urban Meyer called out Tom Herman. I mean, mm-hmm. there's no question uh, by name. And I think in a backhanded way was defending Charlie Strong, who also used to work for him. So, uh, you know, Tom, listen, Texas goes in in front of a two-thirds empty stadium and beats San Jose State. So we'll find out how much they've made on adjustments. But uh, USC looked apart. part. Darnold looked apart. And you know they're going to get a, they're going to have a high profile game this week, and and I think they're going to get a shot to uh you know to really lay one on Texas if they get a chance.
1: And we'll preview that one along with all the other big marquee games coming up Friday with Bama at the same time, twelve forty. Have a great week, my friend. We'll talk to you on Friday.
8: Yeah, you as well, Ken. How about those Georgia Bulldogs, huh?
1: Yeah, a pretty good football game. Wish we had time to talk about it. Big big win yeah. for them. Totally agree. Thanks, Bama. All right, take care, bud. Bama Bob joining us as we talk. College football. Final hour of the program coming up next. Dylan Mons will be here. Uh, Timmy Otter Viking Update will be here. That dial tone hopefully won't be here. I'm by myself in the studio, folk. I knew this was going to be a train wreck. Hour two, 1700 KBGG. Come on.
0: Play here. Westwood One Sports. On Des Moines Station for News
5: Talk Sports. 1700 KBGG.
3: We're a roofing machine.
5: Kevin Harlan here from Westwood one with a preview of the Monday night football week one, doubleheader. Ian Eagle and Dan Fouts will get us started from Minneapolis with the Vikings and saints. After that, Kurt Warner and I will be in Denver for the Broncos taking on the now Los Angeles chargers. Kurt, a lot of new looks in our game as both teams field new head coaches.
0: You're right. There'll be new uh, sidelines for both teams, but the product on the field is going to be very similar Uh, Quarterbacks will be the same. Trevor Simeon winning the job in Denver. Running backs will be the same. Melvin Gordon coming off uh, his second year where he almost reached 1,000 yards. And then great receiving cores on both sides. Chargers will have the addition of Keenan Allen, which is a difference maker for that team.
5: Join us for the Week 1 Doubleheader on
0: Monday Night Football. Remember to listen to Westwood One's coverage of the NFL all season long. Right here on the Big Talker, 1700 KBGG. If you've got goals, GNC's got your protein. All the best brands and bestsellers from Optimum and Muscle Tech. Trending in-store exclusives from Ghost and Performance. And taste bud busting flavors like Cereal Milk, Fruity Charms, Tahitian Vanilla, and Fudge brownie. And right now, you can take your goals on the go with BOGO 50% off GNC AMP and Total Lean Ready-to-Drink Protein. Plus a protein price match guarantee. Whatever you're looking for, find the protein for you
5: at GNC. Save big, stay strong, only at GNC. This is Charles Osgood. For many businesses, hiring is tough. You want access to highly qualified candidates fast, and you don't want to sign a long-term contract or pay upfront fees. That's why you need Indeed.com, delivering six times more hires than any other job site, according to independent research. Indeed is offering new users a $50 credit to make their first job listing a sponsored job with premium visibility. Go to Indeed.com credit. That's Indeed.com credit. Terms, conditions, and quality standards apply.
1: Hi, I'm Jay Farner, CEO of Quicken Loans. Every day people ask, Can I still take advantage of today's low rates? Is it still a good time to refinance? The answer is yes. Now's a great time to call Quicken Loans at 800 Quicken. The rate today on a 30 year fixed rate mortgage
4: is 3.99%, APR 4.19%. Call us today at 800 Quicken or go to QuickenLoans.com. That's 800-QUICKEN. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. Licensed in all 50 states. NMLSconsumeraccess.org, number 3030.
6: Kate here with Food Dudes Delivery. Are you tired of the same old delivery options? Food Dudes Delivery can solve that problem for you. We deliver for restaurants that don't do delivery. Order through us at FoodDudesDelivery.com. Place your order for lunch today, dinner tonight, or your office party tomorrow at FoodDudesDelivery.com. You
7: don't need more sports, but you want more sports. Rockstar.